What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 19th episode of the DCXP podcast. This is the Robert Foster episode. It's dedicated to you, Robert Foster. Congrats. You're getting some some run on this one. Um, but yeah, no, it's Friday night. We're feeling good. We've got a few things to run through. But, um, you know, just right off the bat, how are you guys feeling tonight? I feel pretty good. Excited to be back here with you guys and talk a lot of Washington sports that happened. Um, yeah, you said Robert Foster and I immediately said who in my head. That's, (laughs) I was like, Robert Foster, who? Oh, receiver, Washington football team. (laughs) You sneaky good. Yeah, man. So, um, do we want to kick it off with, with the Washington football team since, you know, I gave Robert some love? Well, yeah, I just was going to say, um, you know, the reference if someone's like, you sneaky, sneaky mom. Do you know what that's from? No. Okay, I had two instances where you know when something bothers you and it's like that maybe a lyric to a song or like you're humming something. You just the feeling of satisfaction when you figure that out. Like yo, that okay. So I had that with this. For some reason, when somebody does something, my first reaction is the joke. It sounds like a meme or something in my head. Where it's like you sneaky, sneaky, and I can't figure out what the next word is. And I thought it was like you sneaky, sneaky boy. And I was like, what's that from? What's that from? And then one, I just, I was like, I got to figure this out. So I started talking about you sneaky, sneaky boy, nothing popped up. And then for some reason, my mind told me, no, it's mom. And it's from the Jimmy Kimmel video where the parents pretend to eat all the candy. Oh, when he goes, the you sneaky mom. And, he, and then it's yeah. like the, the, the little kid is like, you sneaky mom. But the big kid's like super, like very well-spoken, like, Two, he's like two plus two equals five, and it's like it's like it's actually four. You were so close though. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, Washington football team talk uh, because Joe Joe made the Robert Foster episode. But what I want to talk about is quarterback rumors now are running galore, if you will, if that's a if that's a phrase. So Stafford officially is getting traded. We know this. That is a thing. Watson, we went over last episode how his evolution, and now he has officially requested a trade, not demanded. I think, I don't know if there's a difference to you guys when that's said, but he has requested a trade. And so now Jared Goff now might be traded. Where, where, where do we land now with all, this, with all this information coming out? And when do you think the Washington football team will make a move? Because I think Stafford's getting traded in the next two weeks few weeks till a trade happens yeah i think so too i think uh you're talking about stafford or just washington in general i mean uh, i guess where would you rank getting these people because i would rather like if you're saying just in general i guess i'd rather have watson over everybody but what are you willing to give up we talked I, i would start that offer at three first and i think people are getting a little weird about what they'd give up for Stafford. I know somebody on the radio said something along the lines of they'd give up Chase Young. And I don't understand how a sane person can think that. So I saw that same report where someone said they, I don't even know if I'd be willing to give up Chase Young for Watson, let alone definitely not Matt Stafford. Like there's no way that makes any logical sense. So I think people are just like so excited at the thought of like dealing with this quarterback situation. They're like, you can have whatever you want. Like take the entire team as long as we have a quarterback and that's just so not going to happen. Unless it's just Sean Watson, don't throw around Chase Brown's name. 
Yeah, even with Deshaun, I, I just it was like, no, you just literally drafted this guy number two overall. I don't care who you're trying to get. He stays on the team. And also, it's more yeah. than just the second overall pick. He's really good. He's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's the fact that he is added to this uh, culture, if you will. He's this young leader who people clearly get behind. It's more than just, hey, he's a really good player. It's what he means to your uh, organization yeah. long term. And what would that say to the rest of the team if they just traded Chase Young? It's like, oh god, like he's our best. He's our best player. So like, who else is gonna like? We are all tradable, you know. So, um, yeah, they should not trade Chase Young. And also, I, I just don't get these fans that are, are that are one just delusional on what they think they can get. But they're like two first, a second, and. Uh, Deron Payne and I'm like why are we so quick to throw people in I'm giving as many picks as I need before I'm touching a player especially you just spent four straight years drafting defensive linemen you then you got the pinnacle of them in Chase Young and now you have this amazing beeline all you need is a quarterback and you're so quick to be like oh we can we can throw one in a trade I just I would try to keep them all why not it's right especially because once you get the quarterback that you say is like the answer to all your problems, these picks aren't going to be the number one, number two pick of the draft. So go ahead, trade away, trade away your first round pick, get Deshaun Watson in there, and then you're giving them a late 20s pick in the first round. I'm fine giving that up, but don't give away all these players. And then you could be giving them picks and good players that become better picks because they're not playing as well, which doesn't make sense in my brain over here. Well, yeah, I mean, I would start the offer with Deshaun Watson. It's like we, we have the 19th pick. And if we get to Sean Watson, we're probably going to be in the 20s after that. But here's three first. What else do you want in terms of compensation? I don't – that's a weird thing to think about because it's so many picks. But in terms of Matthew Stafford, I don't get the fascination with giving up a first-round pick. Apparently, other teams have called and said they would. I wouldn't because he's going to be 33. And while he's played a lot of games, he's injury-prone. Like, he's always – and he always is like, he's playing through a back. He's playing through a shoulder. He's playing through an ankle. Um, I would, my offer for you, I don't know, Joe, you can probably call me crazy. I would give him a second this year, a second next year, and one of our thirds this year. That's what, that's my best offer for Matthew Stafford. Really? I'm not giving I would him give first. Him, I would give them this year's first and next year, or sorry, this year's second and next year's first. Give me I a mean, 20s pick, right? So. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying I don't want to give up this year's first rounder. I would give up this year's second, this year's fourth and next you, you realize what you, you keep you keep adding on to my point was like you're not giving up a first either next year i am yeah well this year i'm talking about no i mean it'll be worth it though if they you know if they really wanted to they could probably squeeze a second this year a third this year and a first next year out of me just for stafford yeah i think he's that good i think stafford if he was like on the packers all these years instead of Rodgers, like they would probably be uh, the same wins per year. Am I crazy? Mm, I think Rodgers is a little better than Stafford. Well, they okay. This is that was probably a hot take, but you know what I mean. Like Stafford can put up five thousand yards a year if he. Like, are you saying if he was like the Bucks instead of Brady? Even though Brady did still have a great year. Yeah, I think Stafford would be exactly in the same spot as Brady. He's like frozen, but yeah, I was like, no, is he surprised (laughs) or is he frozen? You cut out, and I was, um. Yeah, so I was I was trying to figure out how to phrase this question. Like, if Dak, you knew Dak was going to be available, you know Stafford's available, you know Watson's available, 
I guess the second part would have to be put like hypothetical values to each and ask what you would do. So I haven't actually thought as far as I probably should. I basically said if Stafford, Dak, and Watson are available, which one are you reasonably going after the most? If that make, does that make sense? Yeah. Like I mean, if they're all available to me, I'm going after Watson first and giving them my best offer saying, what do you want? And if they say no, then I go to the next. Okay. Because I was saying like basically say, and I should have thought more about this before asking, but say it's 40 per year to Dak, 40 million per year as a contract. Um, a first, a first this year, a third this year, and a second next year for Stafford, or three first plus for Watson, I guess. So it's like you value the value kind of comes into play there. That was, and it should, I should have thought about more constructive numbers for that, but basically, if it was set up like that, I guess, because there's there's a number for Dak. I'm like, has Watson had, has Watson had like a serious injury? Like an ACL? Or... Yeah, he tore his ACL um, his rookie year. He was on like a ridiculous pace for touchdowns, and then he tore his ACL in like week eight or something. Oh. Well, I mean, obviously that could happen to anybody. I'm I'm pretty much all in on Watson. Like, well, like I, would, I said, I would give them whatever they wanted, but um, it looks like I mean, if they don't get Watson, they better get Stafford. Like, I like Dak, but come on, like Stafford's better than Dak. Well, with I think Stafford's going to get dealt way sooner than later. And I think there's a thing in this contract where it's like a post-June roster bonus, and I think it it lowers their leverage because people can be like, oh, we know you have to pay him at this date if he's on your roster, so you're trying your hardest to get him off the roster. So they kind of lose a little leverage, but a desperate team could come out of nowhere and say, here's two first-rounders for – Matt Stafford, which I, I I couldn't could bring myself to do. So, but there was a yeah, number like, with Dak. Yeah, there was there's a number with Dak that. where it's like forty five million. I'm not touching that. I don't think he's that good, but also he's he's a pretty good quarterback and he'd be very welcome here. But okay, so I, I probably should have thought of those numbers before I did that. But to stay in DC, um, to stay in DC, the DC broadcast scene has been a bit of a chaotic situation is is the only term i can come up with um savannah you probably can describe this better than i could so what basically recapping what has happened with masson and also the lower level i guess the secondary would be nbc uh sports network is disbanding it seems so the news came out first on twitter that nbc sports network like the mother, father, parent figure of all these regional networks is shutting down and they're moving everything over to Peacock. They've assured people everywhere that the regional sports networks are staying around for now, but there's rumors that they'll also move to Peacock later. But for now, NBC Sports Washington is still around and is going to still broadcast Caps and Wizards game however long. And then news comes out later in the day. So fans are already kind of upset, like what's going to happen with NBC Sports Washington. They assure everyone that they're all good. And then the Masson news comes out. And Masson has had a few debates with the Nats and Orioles, and it hasn't been great blood there. But then they kind of like dropped a bomb on the Nats and said, hey, we are cutting our pre and post game show and a lot of our talent. So Britt, who writes for The Athletic, mentioned that a bunch of Orioles broadcasters are not going to be brought back. People are getting upset. No one said anything about Nats broadcasters. 
And then the news comes out that they did not renew any of the contracts of Alex Chappell, Bo Porter, or Dan Colco. So Nats fans so, are not happy right now. So what's where? So how are we gonna watch content? Get content? What's gonna happen? Well, there is a streaming app for the first time ever, so you can download the Masson app. And so long as you still have a TV provider that gets Masson, you can log into the app, watch games and content. They're going to do like a 15-minute intro to each game and like outro, but it's not going to be a full-blown pre- and post-game show anymore. It's going to be done with um, FP and Bob. So those two will host. And so they had like mass and half gave the people what they want. They've been asking for an app for years, but then you had to cut the talent people liked the most in order to get it. So this, this whole man, mass- who, who is running these companies over here? Do I have to step in? Well, Joe, and- Joe's probably not Joe. Joe's not Joe's foreign to hating Peter Angelos and uh-huh. welcome to the club, the club, my friend. Uh, the Orioles owner, they own Masson. And when the Nats came back, they were like, ha screw you guys. We're going to give you a real, real crappy TV deal. AKA, I think, I think the revenue splits like 78, 22 or something like that. And so that's why the nationals don't get this extra TV money that usually a team with like their own network has, um, which is crazy because they've spent like, for example, they spend still in free agency here and there. They spend big on Max Scherzer. They spend big on, you, you know, the list. Um, but yeah, they, they've been doing stuff like that. And that's why they probably have to, um, they defer their money a lot because they don't have this extra stream of income that a lot of other teams yeah. do. And so, then that sued Masson because between like 2006 and like 2008 or a few years in there, they weren't getting any their revenue from TV streaming rights. So Masson owes the Nationals $110 million. And that, I thought they settled that, and I guess they're dragging it out, though. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Masson, so, so they're, Masson's... Uh, Dude, or, why, are they, why are they even with Masson? Just why is Lerner not making his own network? Does anybody know other than he's a little cheap, cheap, uh, cheap billionaire? Apparently they can't. They're not allowed until their contract with Masson is over. But the Nats keep talking to MLB saying it's not fair and that they should be allowed to get out of this contract, especially because they're in a legal dispute with them. So it's a mess. Well, here's the and here's the funny thing how I how I thought about it in my head and be like, oh MLB. my god, come on, MLB, seriously, it's unfair. What are you guys talking about? Who's the commissioner of the MLB again? This is the fucking guy who oh, couldn't man. figure out coronavirus. What? His name is Rob Manfred. 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 Yeah. I hate that guy. He does not <laughs> I, understand. I think, you, I think you hated Bud Selig, who was the commissioner when this kind of all was really happening. Well, I hate, I hate Manfred for the way he just played the money on either side in this whole, you know. Yeah, MLB was the worst. Started. MLB was the worst at, at their quarantine. But yeah, Selig, honestly, man, go f*** yourself. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, is that your last F word? So I know. That's it. That's okay. probably the last one. Okay. He's needed. He's like an everyday Nats fan. It's just oh, I, I'm just a cash Nats fan that's just trying to stay well, my squad. Here's the yeah. thing that I thought about in my head right away. I'm like, wait a sec. Because we were just talking, me and my buddy were just talking about the NBC sports stuff that happened. And he was like, he was overreacting. He was like, how are we going to watch the Caps and the Nats if this thing goes away? And I was like, 
I mean, the local teams will be played somewhere. They just have to. Like, you don't, you don't have to go. It doesn't, you don't have to, like, listen to radio all of a sudden because, like, your team can't be on TV. But uh, that happened, and then the mass and stuff kind of hit the fan. And I was like, okay, so if the Nationals are going to eventually get to leave Masson after this. If the Nats leave Masson, the easy candidate would be to go to NBC Sports Washington. They probably could use a baseball team. They don't, they don't do anything with baseball. Where they have the, no, yeah, they have nobody. But you see like the um, Giants there with like their NBC Sports or Bay Area affiliate and other teams as well. So they're disbanding. So it's like, okay, well, where would the Nats go? That's kind of the question. Where would they go? Because Fox Sports does not have an affiliate in the Mid Atlantic. They have it like in the Carolinas. They have Fox Sports, whatever. But there's no there's no Mid Atlantic one, uh, which is kind of crazy. There's, I think there's Fox Sports. No, actually, never mind. Yes. But, so that's like the next question because Fox Sports has an office in Baltimore. Mm. So are they going to? Is that like a startup shop for like to take over the Nats TV rights? I doubt it, but who knows? Yeah, because there's only so many places to go. Um, I know there's an umbrella with NBC Sports. Uh, They're affiliated with like USA Network. Um, I forget the other one, but like they play them during the playoffs. That's why they use all their they use all their um, umbrella network networks to broadcast. But yeah, so. TV man or media is uh, not looking hot right now in the DC area. Um, I don't know. Does anybody have any other thoughts to those? You know, I do have something to say. If you're an upset fan right now and you're thinking, how am I going to get my Nats content? How am I going to get my DC sports content? I just don't, as a fan, where do I go? I know where to go. The TV XP podcast is here for you. That's true. That's true. Run by fans, awesome, made man. for fans. Just designed for the. That was funny because I I love I, that. I was uh I was uh doing like one of those like Twitter headers for this is like early stages uh, DCXP, and I just said designed for the DC sports fan. I wasn't even thinking of the pun of design because most of our stuff was design at that point, and I was like, oh, I just made a pun. I didn't even know it, and I'm like, God, look at you two. You guys are like pun city. You guys should uh, start your own in podcast or something. Seriously. I think we do pretty well on like Twitter and Instagram too. Maybe a blog. I don't know. No, here's the thing. It's because Savannah, Savannah said it. It's like, I need a caption. It needs to be a pun. And I didn't realize every single one of her captions on Instagram is a pun. I know. And it's amazing how she stretches some of them very far. And so, listener in Austria, if you're looking for somebody to follow on Instagram with puns, uh, Sav J. She's oh, are you almost at a thousand followers on Twitter? Hell yeah, I am. How close? Let's see. Give us the live update. The live update is 984. Who I don't wants think it's to be the thousand followers. Seriously, I mean that should be something everybody. Wait, wait, say, say that number again. Nine eight. Oh, so you're 16 away. Speaking of, um, before we move on to some uh, quick notes for each team, uh, I have a YouTube. You know how we said YouTube, like subscribe to us on YouTube. We're just trying to get 100. Not going to bother you anymore. We want to get to 100 because like once you get to 100 on YouTube, you can do your own custom URL, which means I can do youtube.com slash DCXP. Super easy link to find. 
and uh, to say you're at DCXP. So get to 100. I'm all excited. I go to the customized part of the YouTube thing, and it's a, a, a little URL bar with like your URL, and it looks like you can click into that and change it to whatever you want. It did not let me do that because it was all grayed out. And I was like, okay. So I looked it up. I found a thread basically on Google, a Google page. And it was basically a hundred people complaining about the same problem. They hit a hundred and they don't get to change the URL. So it's being looked into, I guess, but uh, keep subscribing to YouTube. I'm not going to, I'm seriously not going to bug again because we've hit the threshold. We don't need to hit another threshold. So unless yeah. there's a lot of people following that aren't subscribing, obviously you can subscribe um maybe mike will throw a little subscribe thing in there right here and uh can't you know, do that make it easy but i guess i could i don't know how to use the, i'm not a youtuber i don't know how to use the youtube edit station and i'm looking at it like not touching it and uploading my video it's already edited that i did in imovie so i promise mike on his own money will send you free gear if you subscribe, send your email address to the YouTube channel and Mike will send free gear from his own credit card to your house. I promise That's just you the that. kind of guy Mike is. That's a DCXP well, promise right there. I will say there is something uh, possibly fun that we're doing, depending on how they turn out, because I, I did spend some money for, for, for the uh, followers on this trading card. I made a custom one. I made a Terry McLaurin uh, customized trading card. Now, if this turns out well and this vendor that I used did it right, I'll use them again and I will give more out. So um, I'm getting a hundred of them. So I'm going to try to give them away in some way that incentivizes you guys following the account. Not just giving them away. You have to, uh, I, I do feel a little cheesy doing one of these giveaways for followers, but sometimes... Yeah, it's actually kind of cool, man. Good job. Is this a DCXP certified trading card? Uh, on the back, it says DCXP card series part one. Wow, that's actually really sick, man. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. And uh, I did go above and beyond. I was really trying to find, like, how do I make them holographic? Okay, I don't need to do that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then I and then I saw an option for one of them, and it was uh, like $300. For, I was like, ah, I don't, I don't love you guys too much, that much. Okay, <laughs> yeah. started with a lower amount there, but yeah, I'm gonna see how it turns out. It should, um, it should be arriving this week, I think. So, unbelievable, good job. And I'm really gonna be mad if these didn't turn out good, and I have a hundred of them just chilling in my apartment. Yeah. It's gonna not feel great, but that's no, okay. Anyway, so moving on to <laughs> the teams that other teams, um. Well, we were kind of on baseball. Let's stick with the Nationals. So, big signing, kind of, at least to me. Uh, Brad Hand, who is a reliever, lefty, has maybe the best slider in baseball, and a declined fastball, but he said it's not an issue. So, yeah, Brad Hand, he kind of, I don't know if he's going to, uh, they haven't said anything about rotation roles yet, but he's definitely going to be in the 7, 8, 9 range, for sure. And... Zim is back. Uh, Zim, actually, actually, let me pause on Zim. I was going to say, Savannah, what do you think of the Brad Hand signing? I think it's a fabulous signing. I had a vested interest in the Cleveland Indians this last season for no good reason. Um, 
So I'm glad we got him. He, we needed a lefty in the bullpen. Sean Doolittle was just losing velocity by the game. So unfortunately, love the guy. I think he's a great person. He wasn't the answer for a reliable lefty reliever. Brad Hand's going to come in. He's going to do the job right. And he's, like you said, his slider's fantastic. So it's a fabulous signing. Love it. 10 out of 10. Uh, if you, if you do, if, if, if Nats fans are interested, uh, you can just YouTube uh, his Brad Hand highlights, and it's just him striking out dudes. So, But his, his slider is one of it's those size. pitches. His slider is one of those pitches that kind of makes you kind of go, oh. Like, it kind of makes you go backwards, like, oh, that was disgusting. So, it's one of those. It's one of those breaking balls that just is almost impossible to hit. So Breaks your balls. <laughs> anyway, Wizards now uh, to a team that doesn't give me too much joy or anybody, really. Um, uh. They're playing right now. I don't know what the score is. I don't want to know. Uh, they were down by nine at the last time I checked. Russell Westbrook was playing. Joe checks his phone. I laid down the Wizards. Um, wait, I was going to say, he's probably just checking the score for me. Uh, I am, I am, I am. Eight, oh, man, come on. Seriously. What? God. This team, they can't play any defense. They're down 86 to 68. 86. What? It's not even the fourth quarter. Come on, man. That was four quarters in the 90s. I'm sorry. Well, it's unbelievable. What I was going to. Seriously, Mike. You know me how I play defense. I swear to God, nobody's dropping 86 on me in three quarters. Honestly. Come on. Well, did you really want me to? Did you? You can't you really, be giving up 86 and three quarters. Joe, do you really want me to answer that question? Uh, how you are on defense? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me? All right. Answer? Yes. Yeah, I can hear I'd you. I'd love to hear the yeah. answer. How'd oh, I was going to say, I do know how you play defense. I get buckets on you. <gasps> and I'm just a 6'1 white guy. My average athlete. This guy calls fouls on every drive. It's unbelievable. I was like, yeah, I do know but how you play defense. You foul. <laughs> If I was the most soft man on earth, I would call fouls, but I'm not. If you were the most soft man on earth, did you mean the softest? That's what most soft is. Listen, man, <laughs> back to the point. These guys can't play defense. It's unbelievable. Every single week we talk about this. And it's just how many weeks are left in the season, you know? I don't get a one, one per week like Washington football team, but – I got to witness this team give up 130 points a game like several times a week. It's not easy to watch. Well, they just got back, and they, they had to play basically with like a C or D team. They, they, I was watching the game like, wait, Jesus, this gives me like Sean Livingston year vibes. Yeah. Blatch, McGee, Nick Young vibes. It gives me a lot of bad vibes with these teams. That it's like you're just you're just throwing anybody out there, but they have to because they had like their half their team on the COVID list, which um, Bertons and Rui were back tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to uh, figure out uh, anybody else. I know like Denny's coming back shortly, and then Ish and Troy Brown. It was basically like a whole team that was out. So, but they aren't playing good regardless. Russell Westbrook's clearly hurt. Uh, they played John Wall, which was just weird to watch. 
I have a question. Yes. Go ahead. And this is my new to NBA brain. Is it because Russell Westbrook was hurt? That's why they rested him for a game? Because it just said like he was like being rested. Like uh, he's out. When, well, they said he's that this week. Back, like, he's he hasn't been pl- playing back to backs like all year. Okay. But because that might have been a. Yeah, it's like they just don't want to like long term keep it keep aggravating things that might be lingering. Maybe huh. if you give them a back to back off, they'll be like more effective. That's kind of like the idea. But they were gonna do that anyway because he's like on he's older. Yeah. But I think also because he's had this quad injury since camp, it makes sense too. But still, I would I, I need to see the old Russell Westbrook. This game was actually. Uh, the, he actually looked most like Russell Westbrook in the beginning of this game that was on tonight. This timestamp is Friday night. We're doing this. So it's frustrating. And Bradley Beal scored 47 in a loss to – who did they just play? Why am I blanking? Dude. He, um... he, he, he had 47 in a loss to oh, the Pelicans. And then before yeah, that, the they, played, they played John Wall. I mean, that was weird. I think John was, was a little weird. John was a little too hype. I'm like John, you know you're playing against yeah, the B Johnny's squad right cool now. Out. Listen, let me tell you, let me tell me this. Those Houston Rockets blue jerseys, though. Like, well, love it, love it. No, no, those blue jerseys are great. I was gonna say um, John's looking all right. It's not like he's looking like you know 2016, 2017 John, but he's looking good. You know, yeah. it's, not, it's not the worst thing in the world. Right? I've decided. I what? I didn't like him. really so hated that, but now that he's on a different team, I'm, like, really into John Wall. I like, really hope he does well. I hope he thrives down in Houston. It's weird. So you didn't like him when he was here. I was, like, too invested. I was like, why is he playing craps or, why, or poker or spades, whatever the hell he was playing on TV. Like, oh, no, like he's going to make the Wizards look bad. But now that he's gone, it's like – yeah. Aw, you go, John Wall. Do your thing. Um, nah, do your thing, John. Seriously. So, I got his jersey on right now, honestly. I got- this, is, this, is a, this is a, I mean, you, you were just talking about um, spades, and the last time I heard that reference was um, I saw this video that was a viral video floating around the internet, and then there was, like, people reacting to it, and it was called White Guy Goes to His First All-Black Cookout. Where, was you saw this on the internet or Twitter? Or? Yeah, so it's like the, the cap. You know when you meme something now, it's like a picture and then the meme bar up top. Yes. So it was like a video version. It was like white guy goes to first black cook all black cookout, and it was people reacting to that. And then I just was on a wormhole. But the original video itself is actually hilarious because he says he gets dealt into a. He wakes up from a food coma, and he's got dealt into a. Uh, a spades game and he's like i have no idea how to play spades <laughs> and uh it was just a, it was like a seven minute video but it was freaking hilarious the reactions are actually funnier too but uh that just reminds me of like this guy like wakes up from a food coma at a cookout and he's like dealt into a spades game no spades but i've only played spades like once in my life i'm pretty sure it was that some like beach trip and it was just people playing spades i'm like oh, i'll learn and then i forgot immediately so when john wall was playing i was like i don't know what he's doing yeah. um uh, you- yeah no all love for john obviously he's a goat so no no love lost there but damn you know it really makes you think about this bradley beal trade situation and it's like do we just fucking blow it up 
I mean, well, I, just, I tweeted out. I said it, it, it between um <laughs> between the trade hypotheticals for Bradley Beal that are now pouring in, and what you're trying to figure out to give up for Deshaun Watson and Stafford, it's exhausting. It is as a DC fan, you're just like, okay, how much do I want to give up for this quarterback? Oh, Bradley Beal might be traded. Okay, what can we get for him? It's a lot of juggling but it is an exciting time because we're in a situation where this is like you know me thinking six months ahead of time but this guy Cade Cunningham coming into the draft number one don't start with don't start with college prospects please Mike especially basketball it's so annoying Mike this guy (laughs) Cade Cunningham is is I've I've seen him play he's all right I saw I saw him okay so somebody's going to offer the first overall pick for Bradley Beal. I'm probably going to take it. That's all I'm saying. If we wait till the off season. Well, that's what I was going to say. His, he's like reached, um, cause he leads the NBA in scoring by the way, by a full five points, but he's reached now. Cause we're so bad. This national joke of free Bradley Beal, where every platform, any account that has a bunch of followers that does basketball media, they're posting free Bradley Beal and like the, the meme, of course. So they showed that on TV, him just chilling on the bars. And I was like, that's going to be on the internet in two seconds. And I tried to get it out too, like right away. I screen grabbed it and I was like, I'm putting this up. And uh, yeah. yeah, I basically said, yeah, he's just posing for memes now. That's essentially what oh, he's doing. He's a meme that. guy. He's a meme guy. I mean, what are you going to do? But, but it, it, does, it, it just sucks because we're the, we're the butt of the jokes again and we have a superstar and he's – Think about it. We might leave, let John Wall go, literally followed by Bradley Beal immediately after that. Two guys that have been here for a decade and you didn't win anything with them. That's crazy. But it's been a decade. I feel like that's the point where it's like you got to kind of let it go. It's been a decade. I was thinking about this last night. I was just telling my buddy, it's been 10 years. Like, that's a long time. Think about that. You don't get loyalty from guys like that, by the way. So it's like really cool that we got to see Brad and John tough it out. But it's like at a certain point, pay them their dues. And while they are making, you know, $40, $50 million a year, still let them get their, their uh, you know, their championship. They deserve it. Unfortunately, John has to sit through a rebuild for another three years and maybe he can latch onto a team. But Bradley Beal, you got to give him an opportunity to win a ring, in my opinion. He deserves it. Well, I agree, but I also want like literally everything from the team that's trading for him. It's going to be hard to, I mean, I, I know, I know Miami. And are, I know it's tough, you know, making 43 million, 37, 8, 38 million. I mean, what's a million here or there, but give him a chance to win a ring, you know, at the end of the day. Well, I just know that it's the, the people from a person who likes Photoshopping people in New Jersey's, it's really annoying when everybody replies to the wizards with different Jersey swaps of Bradley Beal in different uniforms. And I'm like, you guys are super annoying. And I'm like, well, we do that too, but <laughs> like, yeah. this is super, when it's not happening to us. <laughs> you literally made that. You made that like you, you do that more than like any other national account. So you can't really be that. Um, you can't be that. Upset. I'd argue. I'd argue that I, don't do it like those people that reply to other te- the other teams again. I don't go spam for that stuff. I, I I do it on the account, and if it blows up, it blows up. But that's not my fault. 
Not my fault that Adam Schefter literally tweeted out our design. Not my fault. Yeah, that is crazy. You've gotten your stuff tweeted out by celebrities more than anybody I know. I can tell you that. I mean, that's, hey. And uh, what I was going to say, though. DCXP promise right there. What I was going to say, though, is that um, if you're a Miami Heat fan and you think you can get Bradley Beal for something other than Tyler Hero Plus, you're freaking out of your mind. Tyler Hero will be a Washington Wizard if he goes to if Beal goes to Miami. I would take Bam for Beal, and like that's almost like straight up. Even though Beal's leading the Joe, league. Joe, Joe. No, I would oh. take I would take Bam for Beal, and 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 maybe they can throw in a first because they're gonna be a high first round pick Maybe. or late first round pick. Listen, man, these athletic centers are the new the new era. It does- All right, you can either get with that or not. But Bam is the real deal. Yeah, that's awesome. Bradley Beal's five times better than Bam. Whatever. We can agree to disagree. We'll talk about it on another episode. But you know, yeah. you know what's funny when I asked Delonte or D, uh, um, whatever he wants to be called. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, I asked him to rip you for your three first for Miles Turner trade. <laughs> I don't even remember giving three and, first from Austin, but Yeah, because your response to that was, I don't know, I might have been drunk that episode. That's what you sound like right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. But the last, last team before we get into our Bachelor recap is that the Capitals, be, well, first of all, I have, a, I have a beanie on my head, a Washington beanie, for two reasons. My room is 60 degrees, and it's freezing in here in L.A., so I like keeping my head warm. And also, it's the only team that's giving me joy at the moment. So they still haven't lost in regulation. They played now four games without the Russian squad that got busted for COVID. And they have, it's crazy. They've been putting people on the ice that most Caps fans don't know who they are. And they're still winning or losing in overtime. So they're number one in the NHL, I'm pretty sure, in points or at least near the top. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is that how do we like their new uniforms? I have lots of thoughts on their new uniforms, so I want to hear like your guys' opinion first, so I can see. So, I actually I really like them. Yeah, Mike's been talking about them. No, no, no. I've been talking about the red reverse retros, which we already discussed on the show. Which, yeah, I like those. Which I love. The I like I like the this uniform is very similar to the one they wore at the stadium series that they played at Navy. They wore all blues. This yeah. one's very, 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 very clean. It's also a style of W that I used on a Red Wolves logo. Um, and I'm they saw, they saw your logo and they I'm said just, we're gonna. I'm just saying it's three yeah. stars above the W. That's kind of exactly my design, but that's fine. Let me have. have... They... God, I wouldn't cool. be surprised if anyone from the Capitals saw that and was like, used that kind of idea in a pitch meeting. I'm not. I'm not taking credit for the Caps logo. Just. Can I just ask you down quick, with that. have they thought about doing the retro from the mid-2000s jersey? Well, that's what it is. That's what, the, that's what the red jersey is. No, no, no. I know, but the actual, the actual jersey, can they go back and do that or no? Are you just saying like, you, like a throwback jersey, just a regular throwback jersey? Throwback to the mid-2000s, the white with the teal, the basically the wizards yeah, colors yeah. Yeah. no yeah i know what you're talking about I'm, i don't think they've ever just used those as throwbacks before since they left them they've never that played would be them. really cool if they did i just want to throw it out there they should do that 
I know the red is basically the same thing, but I think they be... should use any jersey except this one. Wow. I just like Ooh. this W jersey. Can I am I allowed <laughs> to say that too? Yeah, no, Savannah, I'm with you. I Mike likes it. I fuck I hate it. Let's go back to the the mid two thousands, early two thousands, nineties one. Come on. I like a lot of parts of this jersey. I love the navy. Think it's very clean. I like the stripes. Think it's very cute. Love the stars. Very chic. What I hate is the W. And then they're like, oh, we threw the monument inside the W. Let's not. Thanks. Let's not. Right. I fucking yes. hate that shit. Give me, and I love every other part of it, but that stupid W. No offense, Mike, I really like it on the Red Wolves jersey, but I really dislike it on this Cavs uniform. I just think they look like a little league team. Like they look like, like a little league team. That's exactly right. God, I'm glad so we're on the same page about it. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I really thought I was going to be a little on that, so I feel so much better. No, Jesus. no, no. Because, like, look, oh, God. It looks just, it just looks like any other alternate jersey ever. Like, I don't know. Come on. Right? You have, like, the three little stars on their shorts, too. Love that. Great touch. Thanks. <laughs> There's so many good things about this. There's just like the one. W. It's the W. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you're watching this, you've seen my face. I'm very in much shock. It's it's not. I, it's the W. No, that's what it is, Savannah. I don't know if you agree, but they need a new logo in the middle on this alternate. It's first of all, you realize they can even keep the three stars in the front. This is a super basic. Yeah. This is an alternative jersey. This is not their new uniforms. I'm just making sure that that's clear. Oh, for sure. I, I got that. Joe's reacting like this just became their permanent jersey. Yeah, but it's, come on. We're a championship caliber team. This can't be out there. This can't be one of the things that we're seen with. We're a championship team, baby. It's a blemish on the face of the Capitals organization. Exactly. Kevin yeah. Owens should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> well, moving on. <laughs> that was a little much. All right, well, before we get to The Bachelor, so, like, the Super Bowl set, oh, I think, yeah. I think um, we, we talked about what we wanted versus what we think would happen or whatever that, mm-hmm. however I phrase that. Um, did we get what we wanted? No, because I wanted the Packers, I think. Right? I think we, some, I wanted the Bills. Yeah. But, I think we all wanted the Bills. But the like- NFL got what they wanted, I think. They got Mahomes, Brady. Um as uh, Nate Burleson pointed out on CBS, and then later the next day on NFL Network, uh, a kid. So it's the goat versus the kid, is what they're calling it. And a kid is actually a baby goat. That's adorable. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the little, it's the goat versus the kid. He um, shout out Nate, Nate Burleson. He's co- he coined it. He made sure to get it out um, immediately on air, so he could say I said it. Um, but yeah, so it's a pretty good matchup for quarterbacks. I think it's going to be the most rated, most watched Super Bowl. And just with people having to stay home on top of that, they're going to try to find ways to watch. And yeah, I think the NFL is pretty happy. It's only, it kind of does suck that, uh, not a lot of fans get to attend first, first time in Super Bowl era, or since it's become the Super Bowl that the home team has actually hosted it. And now it's in the year that not even fans can come for the most part 
but no. so also uh tom brady went on the road three straight games mm-hmm. uh, i think it's the first time ever he's had to do that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just ironic the first tom brady arrives goes on the road for the first time three straight times wins gets the team to the super bowl where their home stadium is mm-hmm. just doesn't matter but what Tom Brady's done is why he is the greatest of all time. Um, he will also be the first quarterback to th- play three former Super Bowl MVPs at quarterback in the postseason. So he's played Rodgers, Breeze, and now Mahomes. Wow. So if he wins, I mean, that's maybe his greatest accomplishment. You know, he's like the only quarterback in NFL history where you can be like making up an excuse for why he won every single time he won but he just wins it's like the craziest it's the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life this guy is about to win seven rings book it i'm taking the underdog i'm taking the bus we're gonna win and the game's not this weekend right it's next weekend so we can talk about this maybe next week um you know we're all on but Honestly. Yeah, can I have some fun like player props and stuff? I want yeah, to go over. no, I think. Um, Lots of player props. Not at all related to the game, though. Let me put that in there. So don't get too Yeah, this, the halftime stuff. and. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. That's oh, yeah. It's always funny to look at those and, 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 and play that game. I think we, I mean, obviously, I'm not allowed to bet at my for my job. Like, I'm literally banned from betting, which is totally fine. I didn't, I didn't do it before my job. So, um, but we all print it out and we all Unless fill it's it out. on as, Wall as Street, workers. right, Mike? What? Unless it's a Wall Street bet, right? I mean, if that's what you call it, I mean, I just invest my money. I mean, shoot, I don't want to talk about Wall Street right now. Um, I know that's the hot no. button issue, but we're running kind of long right now. So No, we are. Um, maybe we can talk about it next episode. But yeah, that whole Wall Street stuff, yeah. I had to sell some stock I wasn't happy about. So Bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, go so, on. So Super Bowl set, uh, no one was voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's a whole. I, I hate the baseball Hall of Fame. Honestly, it's. I didn't hear anything about this. What? Oh yeah, no one was voted into the Hall of Fame. It's the seventh time since they like started voting this way that nobody's been voted in during a year. I think the last time it happened was two thousand thirteen. How can you just not? So they're not going to have an inductee class in twenty twenty one. So there is also a complication here um, because of the Cole Kurt Schilling thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kurt Schilling's like a crappy person. He just kind of is. He just is just he, he doesn't have a filter. Also, that read his Twitter account if you're confused. Yeah, yeah. you you basically he supported the Capitol riots on Twitter, and so now writers are saying we want to backtrack our vote, which there's a debate there if that's even morally right. But anyway. Um, yeah, so now it's just a you know a crap crap show. I'm trying to keep it clean. Um, and it's I don't know, man. Yes, also baseball crazy. writers. Just I call me crazy. I call me crazy, but I think we should just look at his baseball career if we're gonna vote him into the baseball Hall of Fame. No, no, that's that's what the that's what the argument is. Like, hey, like, okay, he's a little a, a whack job maybe, but right. You know, put put him because of his. Hall of Fame. That, that, that's like the shittiest person of all time. If they had a good baseball career, I'd probably. Well, no. Like, also, it's a, it, yeah, it would be hypocritical. It would be hypocritical in the sense if you look at who is in the Hall of Fame, 
there's people that are not good people like yeah like they're like either domestic abusers a legit like racist i don't know these people's names i just know that they've been given examples um there's somebody in who there who pushed segregation apparently it's like okay that guy's in you should be putting some people in that have not gotten like pete rose should be in the baseball hall of fame sorry like that like he just should be um god more than anybody ever right anyways yeah and then um uh who put tampa bay as the new title town and i hate it oh that was me i was just feeling some type of way about um the buccaneers going to the super bowl and i was just pissed off yeah Yeah, because what was it uh... back to me just i'm taking the i'm taking tampa i'll take the brady x factor i don't know why but it's 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 real and if it happens this time I might, I might just explode. But it's because my heart is telling me that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl, but I so badly want the Kansas City Chiefs to win. But I, I know, I know the Buccaneers are going to win. So that's why I'm just all pissed off in advance that everyone's going to be like, oh, well, Tampa Bay, new title. No, that's a good move. No, that's, Savannah, that's a good move. Honestly. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I think the Bucks have a shot. I know they got kind of boat raced early in the game they played in week 12, but then they kind of came back and then fell short. But I don't know. I think it would be cool if, if Tom Brady won his seventh. It would just be cool to be to kind of like humble Mahomes a little bit, be like, you can't win them all. I like Mahomes. I think he gets he, – he's getting I to a point. He's getting a little, little cocky. Let him. Oh, come on. That's a goat. Um, <laughs> That's our goat. So just – Embrace him early. Uh, one awesome. more thing with that game is that Scotty Miller came out and said um, he was the fastest player in the NFL. He would beat anybody in a foot race. And they said, wait, even Tyreek Hill? He's like, yeah. So, oh, Joe, why did, did you purposely freeze like that? <laughs> I like, didn't I was freeze like, like anything. I, I am actually in shock that you, Scotty Miller said that. No, okay, Scotty Miller said that and I said before you uh judge him because he, you know, you know him as kind of fast. He's like short white slot receiver. He's not faster than Tyreek Hill. He ran between a 2 or 4.28 and a 4.35 at his pro day. That's fine. I've seen Tyreek Hill with the ball in his hands. Dave, you seen Scotty Miller with the ball in his hands? Yes, and I've seen Tyreek Hill with the ball in his hands. You give him zero shot. In a foot race. In a foot race? I don't know, man. That's I've what it is. We're talking about. ball in his hands. Okay, yeah. I, did you see Sky Miller run run straight past uh, King last or last weekend? And yeah, no, I saw that. I just, I also saw Tariq do his thing, and I'm like, damn, that guy. Okay, but what, the, the question was a straight up foot I've race. Seen. Straight up foot, foot race. race, dude. I don't know, man. Well, that, that's I mean, whatever. How many times, how many times do I have to repeat that? We're talking about foot race. Like you keep saying football in the hands. I'm saying, okay, if it's a foot race. Okay. I would say it probably would be closer. Tyreek would probably edge him out. But Tyreek has been prone to take these challenges. So I think he did one last off season where he raced Pharrell Owens, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, McGregor got knocked out. Wow. Jake Paul, Jake yeah, Paul loved it. Jake Paul now is trying to leverage that. Did fight you see it? Did you see the fight? I did not. So, uh, point, uh, Poirier, Poirier. The guy he fought. Poirier. Poirier. Yeah. 
Well, it's po- it's I think it's Poirier. Anyway, so he kept hitting him with leg kicks. It was like, okay, like if somebody kicked the shit out of your calves, right, for like two minutes straight, you'd probably be pretty tired. And I didn't quite understand how much of an effect that would have until I saw McGregor not able to move. And this guy just in round two just destroy him in the face. And McGregor couldn't move. And I was like, calf kicks. So if I was ever a UFC fighter, I now know master the calf kicks, kill their legs, and that's how the that's how Poirier just destroyed him. He just kicked his calves all round one, and then just unloaded round two. I have never seen anything like it. Actually, I mean we've all seen like UFC knockouts, so it's happened before. But it's like, damn, this guy really lost his legs. Like round two, he lost his legs. So. If anybody's out there looking to start a career in UFC, go for the calves. That's all I can say. Trainer Joe. Um, well, he did say he got he got hit right above the knee in a bad way, where it basically made, he couldn't feel he couldn't feel his left leg or whatever. So yeah, he definitely was. Okay, effect, maybe that was it. Affected by it. He said like the bone was pushing against the muscle, but he could feel it anyway. Oh my! It's disgusting. God. Nice details. But okay, do we have anything else before we move on to the Bachelor recap that we'll probably expedite? We had nothing. Do I'm excited to the Bachelorette. Or the Bachelor, excuse me. Bachelor. Oh, oh, we talked about Clarendale last week, right? Yes. I mean, Jesus, can we talk about it for like one more second? The Unbelievable. Cheated on just, her? Wait, what? cheated on her? Is there more detail? I don't know. I yes. Rumors have come out, so she put out a statement saying, like, I learned about our mutual agreement to break up the same time all of you did, so I'm processing it. So, like, he didn't actually break up with her. He just posted on Instagram that he broke up with her. And then all these rumors came out that he was cheating on her the whole time with some chick that lives in uh, New York. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, I heard about the chick in New York. I didn't know that he was cheating on her the whole time officially. Rumor says. But Rumor says. Okay. I believe it. Honestly... What is Dale? 28, 29? Yeah. Not even. No, he's in his 30s. Oh, he is? Yeah. I thought he was. He's 31, I think. Okay. Guys, if I'm I'm pulling this stuff before you guys, this is a problem. I know. I'm nervous. (laughs) No, but uh, honestly, I could have seen that one coming a mile away. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, we all all see it. We all see it. You know? Except y'all saw it years ahead i kind of nailed when they would break up okay bachelor i need to ask savannah a question because this is on my mind um so matt james so i'm assuming the show the show is over right now okay how long has it been over you think um they started filming in the fall so it's probably it's probably only been over a month and a half okay so yeah so before the so Matt James was actually on NFL Network. He was on Good Morning Football. Uh, they asked him about. I get. I didn't. I didn't actually. I wasn't on that day, so I didn't watch it. Uh, but he did like preview the Super Bowl and like because he did play football, so they you know have that connection there. What is there? Is there anything to read into a certain? So a girl that one could be posting on Instagram right now. Yes. Okay. Do they just have to make sure if they are the one that won that they don't post? Obviously, and give it away. You can post all about the show, but the week that's 
debut, like airing on the show is the week you can post photos from. You can't post anything from like the finale now. Gotcha. You can post pictures okay. from that date that they're showing on TV tonight or your life today without any indication of Bachelor. Gotcha. Yeah, because I saw Rachel post and I was like, oh, is she not there anymore? Uh, but but no, I found out. And then I, I, so I don't follow Matt James on Instagram, but I checked his, checked his story out and I was trying to see if there's any clues that somehow they were in the same place. So I did see a clue. I okay. did see a clue, and I don't know if you guys want to, I won't tell you who it is, but I, I, I went down like a, a Reddit page, like wormhole, whatever, dark hole, and Matt James was listening to a Spotify account, like a playlist made by one of the contestants on The Bachelor now. Like, you know how you can see what people are listening to now? Yeah. Oh. Listening to a playlist of one of the contestants, and I won't Do tell you know who it is. Okay. I know who it is, but I'm not going to tell you. Was guys. this was right, this Spotify? Well, no, I don't want to know. Was this Spotify um, playlist uh, revealed recently? Yeah. So someone on Reddit like just found it like three days ago that he was listening to this person's playlist. Telling you, uh, never. You that is be. some hardcore, creepy investigative journalism right there. Yeah, for sure. So like now that. I feel like we need to go check everyone else's Spotify. Like, who else's playlist are you listening to? Jesus. You, God, social media makes it so creepy that you can like just connect those dots. Yeah. So I might know who wins. Wow. Okay. How do, you feel, how, do you, how do you feel about that? I just that looked person? it up. I just looked it up. Me too. <laughs> Wait, me too. So you guys just, you guys both know now. Yeah, we both know whose Spotify playlist he was listening to. Is this, do, 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 would I, would I like this person winning? Oh, you can probably. Okay. 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 We okay. all know this person's name. It's not like a wait, who's that? Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then the other one was just overall. I'm I'm beginning to think Matt is super vanilla. Like he 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 doesn't have a lot of. Come on now. We already know this. Talks. We talked about this last week. No, I know we, say, we talked about it for the kiss. We talked about that, but even when he's talking, it's like he's using the same. I don't know. It just seems very vanilla, and it's really showing that, that he's time. never been on. Yeah, that he's never been on the franchise before. I don't think he realizes like the games people play because all these women have watched seasons before. They know there's a villain in the house and you're not supposed to go to mad about the villain because then you go home. Like they know how to play the game and he doesn't know the game yet. So I think he's like slowly trying to figure it out, but doesn't want to like step on anyone's toes. But on like a good season, The Bachelor, they have to step on toes, start saying things that people don't want to hear. And he's too afraid of that. He wants to be liked more than whatever. Yeah, it's just when I hear him talk sometimes, it's like, oh, I don't know, man. You're, 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 you're just using the cliche stuff, and it kind of gets old after a while. But all right, let's start this recap. So I don't exactly remember. When does this episode pick up from? Just a new – oh, Sarah went home, right? Sarah went home. They have the rose ceremony. Okay. People went home. So Sarah, Sarah went home and oh yeah. Cause then they, they basically just show the, the next morning or whatever. And then right. basically 
uh, Victoria says, well, like the garbage took itself out. And then Katie basically just goes, why are you talking? Like, what, why are you talking? So they, they get into it. Um, and then the group date happens. Oh, okay. I have, so I don't know why I have that in, in that order. Maybe I started, I mixed up my notes again, but so I, I say the rose ceremony, Matt repeating a lot of cliches. He remembers like way too specific things about, uh, it's like, I said, you can tell it's his first time because it's like almost producers are like, she's the one who likes this. Or Absolutely. Like it's producers are telling him. Yeah. So yeah, it just kind of oh, shows yeah. it's almost like bad no, acting. No doubt. It's exactly. Um, yeah. So, you know, when <laughs> I want to, before the new girls, uh, come in, I want to say, do you know when like you're watching a commercial for like a drug and they try to work in the side effects in like natural dialogue? Like they say, yeah. like, oh, like you're just going to be talking to them and then you just like know all the side effects of this drug yeah. and make it seem like co- normal conversation. That's how it seems when they have these like fake conversations when they're all gathered on the couch it's like they're like hey all right you're gonna say this like it's just natural conversation like yeah so this point of the show is like this is when you start really thinking like this that i'm like you guys would never say this naturally like this doesn't just like pop out of your mouth so it's almost like they're trying to work these like cliche like we're gonna try to explain to the viewer what's going on into this conversation that we're supposed to be having with each other Exactly. They're like trying to make the women narrators of the TV show yeah. without just wanting someone narrating. That, that's exactly that's that's the best way to put it. Narration. It's like <laughs> I also want to note: Do they tell they, the producers to be like, "Hey guys, everybody come down to the couch, and you guys are just gonna sit there for how long?" Is it how does that work? Oh, I'm sure. Not I don't know, but I'm guessing they say, "Okay, guys, it's like time to come sit on the couch. We're gonna start filming." Okay. So I'm sure they do get like. They're always being filmed, but you get to like, okay, go take a nap, go do whatever you want. But now it's like TV time. So go downstairs and then they, they've already told Victoria, Victoria, why don't you, why don't you confront her? Tell yeah. her it's not okay. And then she's like, yeah. yeah, I am. And then she goes downstairs and starts something. And it's like, why'd this come out of nowhere? It didn't. Yeah. Producers told Victoria to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, it, that's my favorite part of the, this, the series of our bachelor bachelorette is the fake conversation that they have where they just like go to one of the guys in the bachelor. And he's like, yeah, man, if I, w- I wouldn't be lying. I'm nervous about this group date, man. Like, just like, just, you, you're not going to just randomly say that out loud. Um, but anyway, that's what, that's the analogy I came up with in my head. Like, like a commercial when they work into natural dialogue. Anyway, I will say this. Let me, let me just say, I mean, the bachelorette, uh, the thing about it was it was like a little more like watching guys like uh who was the guy that had the big jaw that um god i'm sorry guys oh um he went to harvard no no but yes bennett and then the guy who got who who went to the uh they they did like a nature date and he had, had like he got aroused and Blake. the lady was like, Blake. Oh, Blake, yeah. Yeah, like Blake and Bennett, like there were Noah, there were like guys that were really good uh, entertainment. Like I feel like in this in this season, it's like more drama than entertainment. Is that is that kind of, is are you guys feeling that vibe a little bit? I, or am I crazy? No, I do think it's a little, like, emotions are definitely heightened and producers play off of that. So 
not saying anything, but sometimes it is easier to get like a group of women together and get someone to cry than it is to get a bunch of guys together and get one of them to cry because they'll do yeah, everything they can to cry. They'll yell. Yeah. I mean, except for- I feel like they got Blake though for the for, yeah. for the sole purpose purpose of just. Oh yeah, they're like cry on command. Yeah, cool. Come on our TV show. You want to be entertaining? Come on our TV show. Right. Um, but no, I mean, this episode, I mean, this season is, is, is fantastic so far. So the new girls come. I, I have something about him when he was sitting down with Kit. I guess they did have like sit downs. At the, there was a group date they had where I think it was from like the previous episode. It was their cocktail party. The cocktail party. That's what I, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, so Chelsea got the rose at that. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say when like people are sitting down, like Kit sits down and, and she goes, the chemistry with us is there for sure. And I just go, you've been with them for like two seconds. <laughs> is this what you're just supposed to say? Yes. She's <laughs> she knows the lines and Matt James doesn't know that it's BS. And he's like, yeah, yeah there's some chemistry here for sure. Instead of being like, I'm actually, we're going to go grab someone else. Like other bachelors like deflect from that situation. He's like, yeah, no, I definitely feel it. No, he doesn't. He lies. Um, no, he has no idea. No, yeah, the yeah, producers, yeah, producers no said, idea. Matt, Matt, so they're going to tell you some stuff. Just, just love it. Love everything they tell you. Love it. Just be as generic as possible, Matt. Come on. Um, okay, so this is, this is where we get to the new girls because then Victoria sits down with them and already is complaining. And this is set up like a, set up like a script basically victoria starts complaining she doesn't get any time she finally gets time she starts crying about how she i forget what she started crying about it was like not knowing if a guy likes her or not that was actually exactly it um yeah that's what she was trying to cry about and then chris harrison comes up and goes matt we got a surprise for you which is five new women Go on. all right well what like i said new girls come in and um I want to know why was there, was there, was it basically just like, Hey, we're not feeling any of these girls and we need to spice it up a little bit. So I'll tell you a theory that I heard and then like what might've actually happened. So like what might've actually happened was they just had a lot of people to choose from and they were like, we'll bring these women in. If we feel like the storyline's getting boring, we'll bring, let them come on, whatever. But I heard a theory that, you know, the TV show Love Island. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Love Island is kind of like the bachelor. So everyone lives on an Island together. So it's like basically bachelor in paradise. They bring new people in all the time. So it's like tempting everyone of like, are you going to pick one of the new people? Are you going to go with the old person? Love Island has fabulous TV ratings and the bachelor ratings have been slipping recently. So I think they took that line of like oh that's a good idea we'll bring in new people halfway through and see how that works it worked for Tasha. now we'll see if it works for matt so i think that's what they were doing didn't work i mean obviously he likes michelle but i didn't think there was any need to bring in new women it seems silly well i agree those new women are consisting of Brittany, who's a model in 23 she made out with him very sloppily right off the bat um classy Classy. It's a choice. Um, a, uh, a girl named Ryan. Yes, you heard that right. Ryan, which is a rare girl's name. I mean, I, I actually know a, Ryan. It is a girl's name. I'm, I'm not. I'm saying it's a rare girl's name. You don't hear, like, for example, Ashley as a guy's name. I've heard it once. Very rare. Ashley Lalee, wide receiver, Atlanta Falcons. 
Boom. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying it's a rare name for a girl. Would, I, would anybody disagree with that? Savannah, oh. is that a rare a name? It's I'm just making name. sure. Joe's like accused me of being something at that point. I'm not. So sexist. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. So what I was saying, Ryan, she's a dancer slash choreographer, 26. Then you got Kim, who's an ICU nurse at 28. Catalina, Miss, Miss Puerto Rico Universe. And is wearing a tiara, so of course it's like, hey, can you wear something really queeny and then come in the room? And Michelle, Michelle, teacher twenty-seven seems really, 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 really nice. Um, Perfect. Okay, so basically, they walk in. Of course, they cut to Victoria right away. They actually they did like music building up to that. It was building up and then immediately cut to Victoria and then they walk in and then she just takes the crown from her. And I, and, and I immediately was like, okay, you literally just became a beta. Cause you I, a lot of the stuff Victoria does is I think influenced by producers. I think they kind of tell, they get a route up and then they send her in to the group and say like, go say something, go do something. And she's entertainment. I think that whole crown thing where she just grabbed it off that girl's head was all her. Like she'd grab that and everyone was like, oh my God, Victoria, you can't, that's just not something you do. Like what? So I, I think that really speaks to who Victoria is as a person. Like I saw that and that was like the craziest thing she's done to date. Well, yeah. And it, I, I just was watching Catalina. I'm like, you don't just let that happen though. Like, you, like, like pull back or something. Like you could have. Like, um, why are you doing that? <laughs> don't touch me. Like, he just kind of took it. And I was like, oh. Okay. And the fact, yeah, Victoria did that, and I was like, "Oh no, you actually are like this as a person. This is not an act. These are not producers telling you to do this. You just are like that." Okay. But uh, okay. So takes the crown, and then I th I think you'd lose me. Well, I don't know why I just said this. I think you'd lose me if you came out right away and complimented him. Okay. There's a I, I said, I had to say, I think you'd lose me if you came out right away and just complimented my looks. So basically I was saying if I was Matt James and, and the girl just immediately goes like, first of all, you're amazing looking. I'm like, okay, like you don't lead with that. I think I would, I would expect something a little more intelligent said than just always leading the conversation with like, oh my God, you're so hot. It's just very shallow to me. Okay. So yeah, I felt like um, a couple girls immediately like led with that, and I was like, ah, oh. yes. Like like for example, like like Katie with the, the with the toy. Well, That's funny on, as hold hell. On, hold on, would you prefer someone say, "You look great"? No, yeah, it's just, it's just going right for the looks immediately. Like I don't yeah. know, I so I'm not like, doing that. Do you like when people are like funny coming out or like doing something like? pertaining to them rather than about you like katie brought just, the toy that was like funny yeah katie something something um something unique not not immediately for the of course you think i'm attractive you came on the bachelor <laughs> i mean mike i mean mike gets compliments like, all the time like so i would like for like, him it's like i'm just looking for a little bit like deeper. i would be i would i would appreciate it but i would also be like i hope there's something else you like about me it's um yeah. yeah, it's just it, it is funny when these people you can tell who did their homework and who didn't because but yeah, like for example, yeah, the Katie thing that's why she's one of our favorites because she's just funny. She know and she knows how to place it. Like we said, she didn't use the toy joke 
every episode now. Gosh, she's, so she's amazing. And we'll get to her again uh, in this episode. So, okay. So Serena C was crying. Anna crying. Uh-huh. Um, Mm-hmm. about not uh, possibly not getting a rose like before when the ceremony is going on i'm i'm not taking that bait anymore if you're showing me that interview of them crying like i just don't know if he saw me and then they get a rose it's they're never going to show that person if they didn't get a rose exactly right so i i fell for that like maybe the first time it happened in the bachelorette and i was like oh they still get a rose okay it would just be like because they usually don't get interviewed after they probably go straight home i would assume yeah. so um I want to know this, Savannah. Has anybody ever not gotten a rose in one of those? And instead of hugging and wishing him the best, they go like, screw you? Um, that normally happens towards the end. Like when there's like four five people left, people have stormed out. And like the lead will go after and be like, can I, can I talk to you? And they're like, there's nothing to talk about. Oof. Guys have done it too. Like guys will storm out and be like, no, I don't want to look at you anymore. So it has happened, but not this early on. People okay. Do- a lot of feelings invested. Um, my other note was that MJ looks like she wants to fight someone at all times. And I'm saying that in a good way. Like she just has this intense, like look on her. Like I'm taking this seriously and I'm, there's no, no BS for her. Um, yeah. And then I, I said, don't know if that's the best fit for Matt. Are we, can we be honest here? No, I don't, I'm not I saying she's if, like a favorite of listen, mine. That anything. doesn't mean it's, that doesn't mean that she's a bad person it just means for matt all right you broke up a little bit but i'm pretty sure i heard what you said um i said victoria's still playing the queen bit we already kind of it's 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 just not it's just not funny for me anymore it was it's not entertaining either it's just like you're annoying and i want you at this point i want her gone um uh, I, I keep just random notes like so much quote you gotta be real like so much like you have to be like you're like said during in different ways shapes or forms like you just gotta be real you just gotta dig deep in stuff and Matt just continues to say vanilla stuff like so it's weird dynamic it's like he doesn't say anything to them like the one thing he has really is that he was raised by a single mom and he's biracial and he's like use that card already it's like okay what else do we got you played football tell me about that or something like anything else but um ben higgins comes back i know savannah you're probably way more um you know him so yeah what's ben ben higgins's deal so ben higgins which i really think is going to happen on matt james's season he famously told two girls that he loved them on on the same season which is like a big no-no the lead is not supposed to tell people that they love them because obviously then you as a viewer would know that they're going to pick them, but you especially don't tell two people that you love them because then they both think they're going to win and then whatever. Ben Higgins told two people that he loved them on the same season. It was really messy, but I think that's going to happen with Matt James this season. I think he's going to get all caught up. And I think he's going to tell, I hot take he's going to tell more than two people that he's falling in love with them. And at least two people, he loves them. Okay. No, we have that noted down. I have well, noted. Well, so this, so that Ben Higgins note about him doesn't shock me that he's a failed bachelor and then had a, like he's a because he's not long together with her, right? Yes, he's married to someone else from Bachelor Nation, but not his 
choice. Oh, and I just saw him without. I just saw him without a ring, and I was like, "Oh, is he just?" He's engaged right now. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was like, "Okay, he's a failed bachelor," and then I, I looked him up, and he had a spinoff show with the girl who he was mm-hmm. on that on the show with. Okay, so then the group date happens. Obstacle course, which they had to go into a pumpkin boat, acorn find, balance beam, and then run to the finish line. Uh, so of course, these new girls aren't well liked by the old girls and then anna knows um britney from chicago or whatever that whole thing which we'll get to in a second but she basically hit her hit her acorn with her name on it which was hilarious to me when she said i couldn't find mine but i found britney's and i hit it <laughs> and it just cut Funny. away like that's hilarious um so mari won the the obstacle course victoria um, and Anna are getting a little chummy. They're they're now a little bit of a team. And Victoria saying Brittany has no class is like the funniest thing ever. Just from her saying you have no class. And I'm like, you literally talk open crap about people. Like you just you said the garbage nope. took itself out. Like that's right. those in glass houses should not throw stones, Victoria. Queen Victoria, glass castles. Yeah. Oh, here's an analogy for for Victoria. She's like, because she's someone you want to unleash on on the new annoying girl. Like, if you can get Victoria on your team, she's a weapon, like a, like a really big one, especially for the show. So, like, she literally made a girl made a girl leave. She essentially bullied. She was probably the big reason. You would agree. Like, she was yeah. Yeah. basically openly humiliating her in front of like twenty girls. So. I compared her to, and this is not a shot at anything of her. It's just like an analogy. She's like the Kraken, okay? Like the, the mythical sea creature. I'm going with somewhere with this, okay? So the Kraken, the, all the girls in the show are on their ship, and she's annoying as shit, but they fend her off for a while. And then there's a new ship in the area with the new girls, and they're like, wait a second. We both hate them. You go get that thing and just unleash her on that. And that's what basically happened because Anna started the rumor of Brittany being an escort. Is that the proper term? Yes, that is what she said. But let, let me break this down for you real quick of the hypocrisy of all these women sitting around saying how blindsided they are that all these new women are there. They're like, I can't believe it. I can't, new people are here. Why would they do whatever? Anna says, I got a message before we went on the show about this girl, Brittany, that she's an escort. Okay. Why are you so shocked that she's on the show then? If you knew she was coming, you knew she's on your season, people messaged you about her. And now that she wasn't there at the beginning, now she's here. They're like, I can't believe new people are here. Like you had to know those women were casted for the show, right? See, that's the first thing I thought if she knew messages all that thing but i took it as that she just happened to, like because she knows her from the area so there's no yeah. way she just got randomly messaged like hey look out for this girl if you see her or 100 people messaged all the girls all the women going on the show i heard this about this person i heard this about this person because that's what people do they talk shit on everyone that they happen to know from Bachelor Na- soon to be Bachelor Nation, send it out and hope that somebody uses the information. Anna's the only one dumb enough 
to say, I want to ruin this girl's life by using a baseless accusation that someone in my Instagram DM sent to me that I don't know. And was like, I'm just going to call this girl an escort and see how it goes. Well, it's kind of like dirt. It's kind of like the early, early Claire season Mm -hmm. where, uh, what was the guy's name? Joseph. But who's the West Virginia guy who had dirt on him? I forget his name. Tyler C. Tyler. Okay. Yeah. So Tyler uh, misused his, um, yes, his ammo. He, he, he we know that because he went to, he went to Yosef and said, I have this on you. And then Yosef went to Claire and then they had a principal's meeting and basically did not work out for Tyler. So the same thing happened with Anna. She decided to literally say this in front of the girls on the, at the co- cocktail party, right? She tells it to Victoria first. But then she, but then she herself publicly she goes to Brittany. She goes, "Oh, there are some rumors going around that I feel like we should talk about." I heard you're an escort in front of everybody. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. I thought she was going to maybe handle it privately, but and then I'm... even said, because Brittany says, "I heard that you were telling people that." She goes, "Yeah, I know that's like a really not nice thing to say, and I'm really sorry about it." But is it true? Damn. You know it's not a nice thing to say. You know you shouldn't say it. But you're gonna double down, and and uh, but oh, Jesus, that's just a crazy thing. To, first of all, if it was true, she'd say no. Like, let's be real. Like, she wouldn't say that's true. No, you wouldn't admit that. And the other thing is, like, Anna, you have to know what kind of power you're doing right now. This is a national television show. Now every article right. with Britney's name says like Britney accused of being an escort. Britney, pleasuring men for money. Like all those quotes are associated with Britney. Now, whether she is or isn't an escort, and if she is, whatever, that's her business. Like you do you, girly girl. But Wild like, if she is, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah. But like, Anna, that's not your place to call her out on this TV show because you don't like her. Call True. her the B word. I don't know. Do anything else but call her an escort. My God. <laughs> so That's wild. Yeah. So Anna calls out, so I said Anna calls out Brittany, smart because she knows nobody likes um, Brittany, has Victoria in her corner who knows the escort rumor, but then she said the escort thing out loud. Um, so now Brittany is basically already feeling the bullying aspect of the show. So uh, basically I heard a lot of it's really hard. Was it Brittany that said it? I thought I was never going to hear that again after Sarah said it 19,000 times in that last episode she was on. I haven't heard that since Sarah, but when she said it and Victoria started laughing, I was like, oh God. She's like, okay, get out of the house then. I was like, oh my God, she's just, she's going for like the jugular from the get-go with this girl. Yeah, again, which we'll get to why what Katie did at the end of the episode because we're, we're saying like this is bad stuff to have out there for somebody. Yeah. But Michelle got the one-on-one date, which pissed a lot of girls off. I thought it was a fabulous date. I feel like they actually had a real substance conversation at the end when we learned that she's a teacher and how she dealt with, you know, events that happened this summer and how she was talking to her kids about it. Like that was a real conversation where I felt like I learned this much more about Matt James as a person. And I learned a ton about Michelle and now I really like Michelle. I thought it was a great date and I really saw chemistry there between the two of them that like they might actually have something. Yeah, because I think he's in, he's like a very normal, you can tell like the, this is his first time on a TV show. And I think he's more of a normal guy. 
And yeah. a lot of these girls are like big personalities already. And then they're upping it even more because they know they're on TV. And I think he's just trying to keep it like regular. And Michelle actually seems like a normal girl. She seems so normal. And just like wants to date the normal way of like, let me tell you about my job. Let me tell you about my life. Yeah. My family. That's normal stuff. Yeah. And again, like when she was talking about like the way she handled certain things um, during the summertime and she had to like sit down with the kids and, and explain to them and stuff like that was actually educational just in general. So, um, but again, I, like I, you said, you learned very little, much more about Matt James, but I, again, he, there's nothing that he says that, like I said, he's vanilla, like it, nothing I say, like I learned about Michelle, you haven't told me anything else. So they want they had a hard air balloon. Um, see, oh, the cheesy thing was like how many kids we want. And at the same time, they say three, thought it was the cheesiest thing ever. And I almost don't believe that both of them want three kids. They're just like, say three, say three. Like they all know his number, but they're telling her like, say three. Maybe they really do want three kids and they're perfect for each other. Well, that means they're just gonna have, somehow they're gonna have six. They're gonna have like two sets of twins and two regular ones. <laughs> anyway. So then it cuts to Katie sympathizing with Brittany, um, which you see that Katie just seems like a normal, normal person, a normal, good person. Um, and then there's the, the boxing date. I want to know, Savannah, would you be nervous for that? Or would you want to? I would to... 0% participate in that date. The if fighting you know, one? There is no way. So I am here, if I'm here genuinely to find love, because I think that I will find love on this TV show, that I think Matt James is the one and all the other BS lines and all these other women are saying of like, Matt, you're perfect. How does me being able to beat up another woman in the house have anything to do with the way that I would be in a relationship? If anything, it should scare Matt of like, wow, look how good she is at fighting. Why would I participate in a date that has nothing to do with me finding love if that's truly my purpose here? It doesn't Ooh. make any sense. Don't put me on BS dates like that. Oh, this is entertaining for TV. But then tell me that you want people here that are here for the right reasons. Yeah. Get them. Yeah. Em. <laughs> I hate when they do stuff like, and what I'll go on one last little tangent on Peter Weber, who was Pilot Pete, the last Bachelor. Yeah. They did a pillow fight date where they made all the women dress in lingerie and have a mm. pillow fight. Mm. How oh, man. does that have anything to do with yeah. me in a relationship? Get them. What, what year, what was, which, that was the last bachelor? No, yes. yeah, I know. What? Yes. Under five ten pilot Pete, right? Savannah, yes. what episode was that again? Let me just. I'm kidding. Really I know. I, I, I completely agree. I think those are just for TV purposes, but um, yeah. I like, again, there's no upside because it's like, Oh, she got knocked out. Okay. Whatever. Like I don't expect her to fight, but then if the girl knocks her out, you're like, okay, that scares me. There's no, there's no middle ground. And they did have to stop it short for the record. Because What do you, what do you guys think about Heather? Heather? She's not back yet. Jesus, Joe. What do you mean? I was reading spoilers. I thought, Jesus, <laughs> well, we know she comes back. She's in the preview. Right, but you guys like that. Heather has back. not. Heather has not come on. Well, the do show. you like that the idea? Let's no. get a sneak peek, Savannah. For a sneak peek, I don't like. You already know how bad well, this is going. Well, we talked about it last episode, Joe. 
We talked about who Heather is, and I asked about her. Right, right. I don't remember anything anymore. You know that. (laughs) Okay. So, but when they did the fighting night, the best part about it was they edited it in a way where it's like slowing down, and they'd add these extra like pop cartoon sound effects. And it just, they actually, I'll give them this. They did a really good job putting that presentation together with the sound effects, but it just was so funny. But then uh, Serena P. Yes. Got popped in the face. Yes. Um, which made Matt be like, oh, this is a bad idea. But whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, so Katie just being a nice person. Um, I really like how she does the devil's advocate thing because I like doing that because I like people to not be super biased when they have debates, but um, yeah, she just doesn't. And clearly people don't like that happening, but now I see why her and Serena C get into it at an screen match because Serena C thinks this is as um, like starting fires, as she said, like you're starting these fires. So we haven't got to that argument yet, but it's because Katie is basically hearing these girls talk about, how they're doing things and she's saying hey guys can you like not I, I forget what she said in that little meeting before she went to tell matt but she said something along the lines of hey guys can we be classy like like we're not yeah, yeah I, I, like, you have to live with these women i we're all upset that they're here but at the end of the day they're gonna stay here so the least thing like the best thing to do is just be friends that's what Let it was go. basically saying like can we stop bullying the new girls because we don't like it so right. she's being an adult and but then she um goes and tells matt and when she knows this is going to start a whole thing but so like she said, technically she's kind of being a snitch but it's like a good-hearted snitch, she needs to be a snitch. yeah yeah so she's not making anything i honestly thought I, I like i'm talking like i think it was good that she did it morality wise or moral wise i thought savannah i didn't know what your reaction to her doing that would be i really thought you just because we did we've disagreed on viewpoints like this before i thought you were gonna say it's like no this is how the show is like you deal with it like i could i totally saw you saying that like this is how the show is you should know how to play the game like and then just if like if this was just about like house drama i absolutely like don't go to matt don't be a tattletale but because this is dealing with someone's life like outside of the show and like genuinely affecting her way longer than the show will then i have an issue with it but don't be like a snitch. I'm like stupidity. Okay. Like, don't be like, Victoria is mean. Okay, yeah, no one cares. So basically I was right if it wasn't yeah. had that In extra any other layer. instance, you are correct. Okay. I just saw it. So I, I saw me being like, I kind of like what Katie did. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, yeah, grow so yeah. up. <laughs> okay. I'm, gl- I'm glad that I, I wasn't going to get eviscerated for that take. But, um, And I don't think there was much of like a preview that there's there wasn't much of a preview of like what happens next episode i know there's something coming up where matt seems not right where he's like oh i don't know man like to see where we go from here i don't know what that's about that'll be like the last episode they're gonna tease that up until the finale Mm -hmm. all right well that's pretty much it so far uh my girl uh rachel didn't get a lot of shine yeah i think she got like one-on-one time at one of those what do you call it? Rose She's ceremony. Flying to the radar for a bit here. She'll be the dark horse that comes in at the end. Yeah, and I'm really, I'm really trying not to think about like I'm gonna start stalking her Instagram and seeing if I can find clues because 
just do it myself. I'm not going to look up like a Reddit or anything. I'm just going to do it myself. Super creepy, right? Um, Let us know what you find. <laughs> I'm really tempted Please to see do. what Spotify plays because, but I don't want to know. I, I just don't want to know. Yeah. Anyway. More willpower than I do because I had to know immediately. <laughs> All right. So th- this, this podcast is uh, ran super long, but if you had time to kill, then we help we helped kill it. Um, we're figuring out guests for the next couple episodes. And yeah. Um, and we'll get back to you next week. We I mean, honestly, if you've, if you've watched this far and you haven't subscribed, you should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, come it's on. True. Who's spending this much time If you've watched this subscribing? Far and you haven't followed me on Twitter, we can follow is there an underscore there? Yeah. Savannah? S-A-V-A-Y-E. So you, you, you broke up, but yes. Oh, yeah. so her, if you're watching her handles, her handles right, right there. there. Right there. All right. So anything else? This episode 19, we got the big 2-0 coming up. Um, yeah. And something possible special. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or I'd mentioned it, the thing I made that's coming. We have 100 of them to give away that thing i don't know if i said it on the podcast or not but yeah so we have that coming and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys next week this is dcxp podcast happy friday happy friday have a good time don't leave